In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Welcome to a very special episode of the UK Film Review Podcast. Uh, tonight we'll be reviewing um, four more films for the podcast, all of which are in the best drama category. And I'm not joined today by uh, Brian Penn. I am, in fact, joined by Jason Knight. Hi, Jason. Hello, Chris. Good to be here. Uh, nice to have you back. It's been a while since we've had you on the podcast because you've been very busy reviewing lots and lots of films on the on the website. Um, mm. Yeah, uh, it's great to have you back. And yeah, obviously, we're going to be reviewing some of the uh, best drama films, a lot of which um, have been incredible. Um, many of the um, films within the category have already been reviewed and um, we're just going to make sure we review the rest of them and the, the films that we've got on the list uh, for this episode are Sometime Else and we've got Railroad to Hell, A Chinaman's Chance, we've also got a short film called Pulse and another short film called Ruth. So I'm very excited about this episode because all of these films are brilliant in their own way and very, very different. And what's been amazing about this festival has been the eclectic mix of the uh, the films that we've got. And even within a genre category, 
the choice here is still uh, so different. I mean, just in general, Jason, how did you find these four films? Yes, uh, I thought they were terrific. You know, they were very well made, very well acted, and some of it, some of them were rather moving. Yeah, definitely. So much um, depth to a lot of them. Um, a bit of adventure as well along the way. Some sci-fi elements definitely brought in. And yeah, it's, it's just been really, really um, pleasurable to watch these films and you know spend time with creative filmmaking like this. I think it's very important that we just jump straight in, really. So uh, first off is a UK um, film directed by James Cleave, and it's called Sometime Else. Where are you? At the cafe. Have we visited this memory before? No. Is she there with you? What are you feeling in this moment in memory? Oh, I stopped caring a long time ago. Are you certain of this? Who cares? You're in a safe space, remember? Nothing can come to harm in a memory sequence. Josh, are you positive you're telling me the truth? Would I lie to you? Now, this is the one that I was sort of referencing that did have a sci-fi element to it. Jason, how do you feel about maybe giving the uh, the plot of this one? Basically, this is kind of, uh, it's like a therapy session. So basically, there's, it kind of takes place, take place at, two, at two different places at the same time. So it's basically the, the therapist is talking to a young man named Joss about his girlfriend. And he's, he is actually sitting in a restaurant, but while well, she is sitting in her in her office and through creative camera work and editing, it looks like they are actually in just in one room. And it starts as a session and it, and it gets a lot more intense as it goes on. And it turns out that Joss is actually on a, <clears throat> is wearing a virtual reality helmet. And it's, you know, as you said, it's kind of a sci-fi, sci-fi story that also goes into the thriller section as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was great. A really interesting idea. Um, we've seen this kind of idea before where it's, you know, maybe someone being able to play out memories uh, in a therapy session. I thought this was done really cleanly, really smartly. You have the the main central character He's in the scene, like he's in a cafe um, waiting for a date. But so it's like his memory, but he's talking to the therapist at the same time. So it's not like he's acting as he did in that original memory. He's able to sort of be himself in the present, but he looks like who he was at the time. And then we have a few memories uh, and it kind of escalates in terms of the plot and what's happened. And I think there's without giving too much away there's a bit of a kind of twist along the way and things that you you start to realize that there's more to this situation than we thought and also you need to read between the lines in terms of 
what they're saying and what's actually happening and what you can believe and also the motivation behind each character and why they're there. It's a very, very smart film. Um, I really enjoyed it, I must say. And it was reviewed um, by William Hemingway on the site uh, back in July, actually. And he gave it a really good review. And um, I can see why it's got fantastic caliber, very sharp um, filmmaking, Everything about it just feels really, really slick, I thought. Um, what did you think about the, the sort of production values and things like that, Jason? Yeah, production value, I thought, was, I thought it was fantastic. It looked like a you know, big, big budget film. And, uh, <clears throat> and I like, I like the, the way everything comes together. How, you know, you think that you know everything, but actually it's quite different. Yeah, and there's uh, there's enough mystery around it because at first you kind of think that maybe it's fairly simple, maybe it's just a guy in the future having therapy, and this is the way therapy is. But now there's more here, and there's lots of tension being vamped up. I think the score did that really well. Um, there was like a light score to begin with that felt kind of nostalgic, and it got a bit more serious uh, as it went on, um, and also you. All right, if you don't want to know the plot, just turn off now or, or just skip ahead a little bit. Um, but he starts to kind of distort the memories. And it's like he's trying to conceal maybe things and what he did and the truth of this um, actual story between him and this date. Uh, because it, it starts to like unravel where he's saying things about like what she ate and how she had it. And the, the therapist is kind of going, well, actually, you know, you you said this in a different time and it's almost it starts to feel like kind of questioning it's not necessary therapy it's more like police questioning and i think that's really really important to understand um yeah very very good um what did you think about the the performances oh i think that uh san joseph yon who plays joss was terrific you know his performance is yeah. quite intense and dramatic and I think, yeah. and Ania Roberts was also terrific as a therapist. She was quite convincing in her role, I think. You know, the, I think the two of them had great chemistry between them. I think they did a great job. Yeah, I was going to say about the chemistry. I thought, because that's really important. They're not in the room together um, for a lot of the film. And it's great to like see these great performances, even without that um, human interaction and... Obviously, he is interacting with Gemma, who's played by uh, Leila Mimak, and they are—they're good. But I think it's the—it's the therapist and the and Josh that really do shine. I think it's, it's such a great um, unraveling relationship that we want to sort of find out more about why they're chatting, how long they've been chatting for, what the reason is that Josh is there, um, and yeah, all I can say is to anyone that's. Um, thinking about watching it is yeah first off do watch it it's great really really good but also yeah to go in um knowing that it's a very high caliber film really good um yeah any other parts of sometime else that you'd want to mention jason well i think the cinema cinematography was terrific i thought it was beautiful mm. and also i think it has some interesting sound techniques too oh yeah such as what so it's uh the, the kind of the electronic sounds, if I remember correctly. 
yeah, it had this good. kind of yeah, it did have a bit of a sci-fi uh, soundscape to it. I thought, um, yeah, I think there's uh, it did this interesting thing where obviously his memories felt very nostalgic and very warm. The, the the feeling of those scenes were very warm, but then when it cuts to her in this sort of uh, therapy room, it's very clean and very crisp. And I think that contrast was also quite unsettling for the viewer. Like you're watching it and you feel you're trying to play catch up. You're trying to figure out, okay, well, where am I? What's going on? And the filmmaking does that really well. And I think the soundscape uh, also enhances that. And again, like, I don't want to spoil it, but the latter end of the film really does vamp up and really gets very... Um, very very strong uh so yeah really good um and that was uh, sometime else short film so uh it's up for it's up for a few awards actually it's up for best short best drama and best crime thriller all of which are worthy entry into all of those categories so please do check it out at the festival if you can so next up we're heading to the states the united states that is um for a film called Railroad to Hell, A Chinaman's Chance. Mother saying, you must be our leader. We must stand up and fight for ourselves. I No, I do not know anymore. Anger is the stuff that great leaders are made of. I did not kill her, Mr. Montgomery. I am an officer of the court, sworn to uphold the law. It's not illegal to kill a Chinaman. Breaking water here. Most times I feel strong. Like I can conquer the evil. But sometimes I feel so afraid. I believe that America was a land of freedom. I should have believed you. It's not illegal to kill a Chinaman. A cow. Yeah. China. No. Interesting thing about this film. It actually came out quite a while ago. It came out in 2008, I think. Um, it's an older film. Because I, it only really dawned on me when I was watching it. And I, I was seeing these. It's got a, um, a lot of stars in it. There's a lot of big, big names in this film. And I was like, hold on. When was this made? And yeah, it's, it's quite a few years old. But. Um, one of the great things about our festival is that there's no um, requirement for release dates. It's not like, oh, we only accept new films or we only accept films made in the last year. We actually accept any film, um, any film that's been made at any time. You, know, you can submit it. People can see it again. It's a really great way of actually getting people to revisit your work. So this was a real surprise for me. Um, so Railroad to Hell, Chinaman's Chance, it's set in 1870s America. And it's to do with the persecution of the Chinese community um, and how they were seen as being you know, less than human. Um, they didn't have any rights. They actually had less rights than horses and things like that. And like it wasn't illegal to kill a Chinese person. And there was laws in place to protect American citizens that it just, you know, and these laws actually went up uh, quite into the 20th century and beyond in terms of persecuting Chinese people. And um, so what happens in the film is that a an immigrant is uh, falsely accused of murdering someone. Um, uh, yeah, 
a white woman in the area and it becomes a hunt uh, to the the local whites who are looking to um, take revenge on this person and trying to seek him out and bring him to uh, quote unquote justice and um, execute him. And he uh, is on the run with um, some other people in his group and they are attempting to avoid these um, bounty hunters, I guess you'd call them, but it's really just people around the, uh, the place that are sort of carrying guns. And they end up um, seeking refuge in different places. They find uh, like a couple and they try and uh, hold up with them. There's like a uh, Danny Trejo is in it. And um, he his, uh, he's got a community of people in like a bar and they end up with them. And yeah, eventually it's just a, a very long kind of chase film, really. Uh, Jason, what did you think about Railroad to Hell? Yeah, as you said, it's a an hour and a half chase adventure period film, and it's about uh, no, it's, as you said, a Chinese man who gets run accused for murder, and he goes on the run. So it's, yeah, it's, the main the main theme of the film, I'd say, is a racism and injustice. You know, it addresses how Chinese people were treated by in America for a long time. And it's it's a it's quite a low. I found it to be quite a low budget film. To be to be, to be honest, and I thought the acting was quite poor. To be fair. Yeah, no, I I have some similar thoughts. Um, I think because Brian reviewed this on the site and, and he he quite liked it, but he did point out some of the shortfallings of it. One of which I totally agree with is the editing. The editing of it. It's so choppy, so quick. It's almost like it's been edited uh, sort of after many, many years and they've come and had to cut out loads of scenes. So maybe that did actually happen. I'm not sure. But it felt, it made no sense in places and, and some scenes sort of rolled into another. And also, yeah, I think the, the acting's quite melodramatic. It felt like a soap opera, really, at times. It was quite sort of, um, mm. yeah, it felt it was sort of, Panto almost and very sort of like you know, the old westerns where you had these sort of caricatures and characters that would do things that were just a cliche really so it's very melodramatic and things like that um there's lots of racial slurs in the film which okay yeah obviously it's important for the context of things but it doesn't really necessarily make for great watching and some of the sound is off a bit so yeah production wise i totally agree and the acting wise i think it's there's certain things that could be a lot better um i think the the appeal of a film like this is that like old school western where it's just all about the adventure they're not really too worried about you know certainly not worried about winning awards and things like that this wasn't the intent of this film um and yeah there's bits that do clunk a bit but if you kind of get wrapped up in it and you get involved in the more into the feel of them escaping and, and avoiding these uh, being persecuted. I thought that was that was fun, at least. Um, did you like much of the film, Jason, or did you find it difficult? Yes, I thought it, I thought it was entertaining. You know, it has action, it has fighting, it has shooting, it, it has, a, has a bit of a romance too. And it also has quite a few known faces, as you mentioned before, like uh, that Danny Trego, if I'm pronouncing correctly. And Timothy Bottoms, yeah, and he has a rapper Coolio too. 
Yeah, Coolio's in it. Uh, Reggie Lee, he's um, really great. Uh, I actually think he's he's actually probably one of the better performers in the film, even though he does have to do some pretty um, bad lines at times. But yeah, the the, the cast was was really fun. Um, there's some people in there that you're just like, oh wow, like Ernest Borgnine's in there and, and things like that. So it's a little bit of a nostalgia just going back to seeing some of these um, old school actors and, and things like that. So. Yeah, that was good. Uh, anything else uh, that you liked about it? Well, uh, yeah, so I saw, found, found it to be quite interesting. I saw, saw the plot was 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 intriguing, but <clears throat> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. And I thought that its messages were were strong, you know, you know, racism and injustice. Definitely, exploring those is always going to be difficult on screen, and I think representing this um, dark chapter in American history, of which you know, there's lots of dark chapters in American history, but this one being. I don't think necessarily one that's been represented that much. Um, I thought was important to to talk about and explore. I don't think it's the greatest film, but I think it's a fun film at times. And like I said, I think the themes are important, and that for me just made it worthwhile. Um, it was um, obviously one of those films that you can take from it what you want, but you can also find flaws if you want. And I think that. It would be interesting to see what the reaction is to this and you know, what people what people think of it. But um, So that's Railroad to Hell, A Chinaman's Chance. So feel free to check that out at the festival. And um, yeah, that is up for Best Drama. Next up, we're heading to India for a short film called Pulse. I wanted to give सब खत्म हो किसने बोला इसंट इट ऑब्वियस प्रीता मर चुका हूं मैं अब ये किसने बोला प्रीता 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 अकेले नहीं यार um, so this one, uh, directed uh, by Saurabh Aurora, really great film, really powerful short. It's about a a man called uh, Rajat who loses his wife during COVID. 
and he starts to struggle um, with life and things like that and finds it difficult to get back on track. His brother tries to sort of help him, um, sends him food parcels and things like this and gives him FaceTime calls. Um, But you can see that this character is becoming suicidal. It's very powerful, very evocative. Um, We've mentioned during a lot of the episodes about stories of COVID and the pandemic and and things like that have been very um, embedded in a lot of these movies. And certainly with Pulse, uh, it's, it's there front and center about this. I think the themes of the film are very strong and they are triggering. It's going to be films, a film not everyone's going to enjoy, uh, but it's certainly a film they should watch if they can, because I think it's got a lot going for it, a lot of um, great filmmaking, but also some great performances. Um, What did you think of uh, Pulse, Jason? Yeah, I thought it was quite a moving film, very well acted. You know, it deals with a person having to having having to deal with loss and loneliness during a COVID nineteen lockdown. Hmm. You know, it is it's clearly becoming very hard on him, and he he must try to accept what has happened, I think, and try to move on with his with his life. I think that's really interesting about the. You know, the the setting obviously of being in the pandemic and we've seen stories of grief and isolation. I think the isolation in this film was really important in terms of how people get through grief is often with the help of others, you know, loved ones, people that they lean on. And I think that that was kind of taken away from people and we didn't have that same, certainly physical connection during that time. So anyone that lost someone during the pandemic whether it be from COVID or from anything else, it was still a really tough time. It made things even tougher uh, if you if you lost someone. I think the filmmaker does a great job here of displaying that in a way that felt really real, very visceral and raw. I love the use of the the machine. So the, the title was to do with the pulse machine, you know, the thing that goes on their finger and it beeps. Obviously, if there's if it's no one on there. And um, for me, that was really triggering, actually, because um, I've taken my daughter into A&E a few times and they put the, the, the pulse machine on her. And so that sound is just very difficult to listen to. If you've been in uh, hospital settings, if you've had those situations, um, my, my daughter's fine, by the way, she didn't pass away. But um, it's just that you've got the memories anyone that's had memories like that anyone that's had experiences like that it's it's really hard um and i think to get that balance right to get a film like this uh, in a way that captures it is very ambitious very ambitious um and i think you know hats off to to the filmmaker here because they do a really great job um obviously some of the film is made up with like video calls on the phone and things like that which we're quite familiar with now that was so important to the story it was so important that these characters were physically detached and that they weren't able to actually be in a room together what did you think about the performances jason well i think that rajat arora who the actor who plays a grieving man that does a fantastic job i think he was very convincing in his role He, he 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 effectively portrays a man who is torn apart by loss and loneliness. 
and has to find a way to overcome sins. I think I think Jackson was very good, and, and and from the supporting cast as well. Uh, any um, any particular parts of the film that you wanted to um, raise that were great? Yeah. I say I think the whole film is great. I think it Aurora's performance is the center of the film. I'd say mm. that really stands out. Because he does a great job in in his in portraying a, a troubled man who whose who's mental health is deteriorating. Because um, you reviewed this, didn't you, um, back in March? It was, it was your review actually um, that we had for this film. And you know, back in March, things were quite different. Obviously, everything's changed, and it's always changing now. And I think that even so, even you know, now in November. Um, the <clears throat> tragedy that everyone went through and, and the hardship and things like that hasn't gone away. It's still very raw. So I think a film like this has a, a strong place um, and it's a great addition to the festival. It's something that people can go into and have that hard, harrowing experience, but in a way that's done very well. Like you say, the performances really do shine. There's a lot of strength there. Um, for me, I just thought it was the type of film that it's ticking a lot of boxes. There's a lot to enjoy about this. Um, and you know, sometimes, sometimes when a short film starts, you know that, okay, yeah, this is, yeah, you're in good hands. And I think you get that with Pulse. It very does much feel like a film that you can trust to do justice to a story like this. Um, cause, uh, Aurora actually wrote it as well, uh, which is Sarab Aurora, um, not Rajat, Rajat stars and Sarab, um, writes and directs so yeah hats off to everyone involved i think it's just it's a great piece um really really good and yeah if you can see it at the festival please do um if not try and seek it out elsewhere um on the uh review we've got on the website you can see the trailer at least and i'm sure you know um, it wouldn't be too difficult to track down if it's going to be released elsewhere so on to our final film for this episode we're back to the UK for a short film called Ruth. These games are getting easier. I can wipe the floor with these kids. I'm going to make a nice cup of tea. Do you fancy one, Mastermind? Ken. Ken, are you up there? Don't you ever get scared, Mummy? <gasps> Not when I'm with you. Who are you? Ken? Jesus, Mum! Stop! Stop! Directed by Paul Romero Mendez and Arturo M. Antolin. And it's written by... Um, sorry, I missed that bit. Hold on. It's written by Antolin and another writer, Kerry-Anne Kaleja McGregor. And really, really, really good film. Absolutely spectacular. It's, again, dealing with some very harrowing um, circumstances. This time it's looking at um, dementia, um, memory 
problems and you've got this character Ruth who we see in her house and she at first it looks like okay yeah she may struggle with things she's got post-it notes on the kettle and things like that but generally going about her life and you know her husband's on the sofa talking about a game show but what becomes evident is that her world is more fluid than we think and she starts to move about the house and she is then in a conversation with maybe her daughter when she was a child and then she's in another situation with a different character a different time in their life and what we're then what then clicks in place is that this character is unfortunately going through obviously dementia and this is how her world looks and at times it can look um quite lovely like she's revisiting like she's in these um, memories that she has of her family and she's going through it and it just seems like very normal and quite nice but other times it can be absolutely terrifying like she can't remember where her husband is and she doesn't know you know who's um what they're talking about and it, it all becomes quite confusing for her um and a whole world just seems to shift um and that makes it feel very troubling and very uncertain and i think that was so important in order to convey the the illness that uh, the character has and it's just phenomenal um really good what did you think of ruth uh jason yeah i think i think this is a superb film so it was very moving you know, so basically it shows life through the eyes of a person who has dementia it was it is wonderfully directed as a one long take for about 12 minutes i believe and it shows shows Ruth play, played brilliantly by Anya Marson as she wanders around her house and as you said she keeps seeing a a younger version of her husband and daughter and she just she just cannot tell where she is yes it is a terrific terrific film a terrific film and a very dramatic look on dementia absolutely um and we've seen stories about dementia and mental health and things before um and i think anya martin is just incredible absolutely amazing performance um she really gets the the balance right of you know someone that has to try and stay connected to her world even though it just seems to be moving all around her it just seems to be changing all the time and the way that she is able to convey that through her physical presence um, and performance as well as uh, the, the dialogue it's just heartbreaking you're watching this and just it just felt so honest and so real and for anyone that's you know which, to be honest, so many people have had um, family members and people they know, I'm sure, that have had this sort of uh, illness or at least similar you know, memory issues and things like that. And I think to do justice to this um, is hard. You know, it's, to, it's difficult. And I think this film does it. It does it really well. Um, it's really devastating, to be honest. Like You're watching it, you're just like, you just want everything to calm down. You want it to be like a dream. You want it to sort of stop um, and... Yeah, I was so connected to it, really immersed myself in the situation that she was going through and how hard it was. I thought her performance was just incredible. Um, yeah, uh, any other parts of um, of Ruth that you wanted to mention at all, Jason? 
Well, I also think that the the sinister music was pretty appropriate to also help create a rather bleak atmosphere. Mm. So I did a great job, and I thought the the cinematography was very well too. It was was beautiful, yes. Yeah, really good. There's a bit where um, she's going past her daughter's door or something, and, like lightning's like outside, and it it was just brilliantly done. Just the way that it was changing, and it felt like her whole w- world was in some kind of um, like storm almost, or or or, or was at the mercy of the elements. You know, anything could affect her. And there was a scene I think with her grown up daughter, played by Leslie Ash. Um, who, yeah, you know, I was surprised to see her as well. I, was, I remember watching her as a, a young lad with men uh, behaving badly, um, and her getting frustrated with Ruth. You know that she doesn't, oh, she didn't remember to do something. Didn't remember to to do some some task. And you're you're watching this through Ruth's perspective, and you're like, well, how could she? How could she remember that? You know, that's not what her world is even looking like. But you can also completely understand someone's frustration with a character that is going through dementia because it doesn't make sense to you. None of that would make sense to you if, unless you were going through it. And I think that's what this film does so well is give you a window into dementia, into this situation. And to do that, it's very, very difficult. And I think you know, absolutely incredible kudos to the to the filmmakers here because... It was affecting. It was devastating. It was a film that afterwards I was still thinking about it for quite a while, um, and I've been with family members since that has made me think about them and maybe think about you know how I am with them and the conversations that we're having. Because one of the things that I've heard about dementia is you know that char- uh, that people obviously are living often in past memories or or can't connect to the present because whatever's going on in their head just isn't allowing them to so actually you shouldn't challenge that you should you know if they want to talk about their partner in a situation 30 years ago you kind of let them do that and i think that was really um in line with what the film does here really really good um yeah that's so that's ruth uh any other points on that one jason yes well i'd like to say that by presenting the film as one long, long take in real time it shows how many, how many, what what a person with dementia can go through, how many different emotions they can go through over such a small period of time. I think that was brilliant how they did that. Absolutely. Um, so there you have it. Uh, four films that were will be playing at this year's UK Film Review Festival. Um, tickets still on, uh, on sale, so you can get pass at ukfilmreview.co.uk forward slash UKFRF. Um, or just do a search for UKFRF tickets or something, it'll, it'll come up, I'm sure. And um, yeah, all the, the films that we've reviewed to, uh, today are going to be there. Also, everything that me and Brian have reviewed uh, in previous episodes. We're hoping to get a few more episodes out before the festival itself, um, but some will be reviewed after, and we will also be announcing the winners um, in a special podcast episode um but yes for now i just want to say a big thank you to everyone listening uh another thank you to all the filmmakers who've submitted their films this year um we are really honored and very very um 
pleased that you have joined us again for what is our third film festival um and a big thank you to jason for joining me again uh thank you jason i hope it's been fun yeah it was thank you Not my pleasure to do it thank you so much and thank you to everyone listening um we'll see you again next time Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.